that was kind of my thing, like just being very organized, not always been the most disciplined person, but <laughs> definitely grown and evolved in that area too. Yeah. But I've always loved organizing and, and I think I've always craved structure and I grew up in a, uh, a rather dysfunctional household and, uh, the organizing, I think also too, was a trauma response, to be honest. Mm, and, yeah. uh, and it, cre you know, it's very important um, when you are dealing with trauma, dysfunction, structure, safety. Um, and so that was something that I've always had with me. Welcome to Systemize Your Life. This is your go-to podcast for work-from-home moms who are desperate to reclaim control, find order, and escape the never-ending cycle of overwhelm. Hi, I'm your host, Chelsea Joe. I've dedicated this show to modern women just like you, who are eager to give their very best to their home, family, and work, all without losing themselves in the process. Get ready to discover the systems you need to craft powerful relationships, get organized, keep up on the housework, manage your time like a boss, love those babies well, and maybe even sneak in a date night or two. If you are tired of hopelessly watching life pass you by, then it's time to grab your ticket off that hot mess express and join me in life where systems do all the heavy lifting. This is where you transform your chaos into confidence and take your life from overwhelmed to organized. What do you say, friends? Let's do this. It is my great pleasure to bring you an incredible system today, but not just me. I'm actually bringing in a star student that has showcased an incredible system in her home and in her life and also in our student community. And I have started a brand new venture with my student community for all of you who are thinking about or have already joined as a VIP student for Systemize Your Life or Systemize Your Biz we are going to start sharing the success that so many women are having for one reason and one reason only. I do believe that when the tides rise, that all ships rise. And I think it's so unbelievably important that we begin to hear how these systems are actually being put into place in women's lives so that you can start to dream and believe and see what something as simple as what we're going to be talking about today, a meal planning system can do for your life. The amount of joy and honestly, enthusiasm that this student, Leslie, which I'm going to introduce you to her in just a minute, has for all systems and her life. But this one specific system has me over the moon. And I hope that it is incredibly helpful for you to hear what the steps are to getting a meal planning system in your life, what it looks like to actually involve your kids, which hers are much older than mine and your husband to start outsourcing and start to truly feel that systematic life happening once you begin to actually implement the steps and move forward. So without further ado, let's jump in, get into the nitty gritty and hear about this system that Leslie Kane is going to be showcasing for us. Okay, ladies, here is one of our very first opportunities to showcase an incredible system and an incredible lady, student, and just honestly, the most beaming radiant light I think we've ever had in our community. I kid you not. Leslie, welcome to the Systemize Your Life podcast. 
say hi, tell everybody a little bit more about you and what you juggle on a regular basis. Hi, everybody. And Chelsea, thanks so much for having me. My name's Leslie Kane, and I am a wife and mom of almost 26 years <laughs> in, in December. I have two teenagers, a 15-year-old uh, boy and a 17-year-old girl and who are both very busy student athletes. Mm -hmm. uh, they both are phenomenal track runners. And my daughter is also an elite soccer player who is now completing her college applications oh and uh, looking at athletic programs to continue her journey. So and cool. we have a two-year-old Australian Labradoodle named Django. Which <laughs> I'll just say, I was going through all your notes and I was like, oh my gosh, we just got an Australian Labradoodle. I did not know. Were you dying when you heard me talking about it? Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, did you like, who did you, who, where'd you get your doggy? Like, yeah. <laughs> and also do you need any resources? Cause I have some great ones locally that might yeah. really help to take some of that, some of that new dog mom <laughs> pressure off. It's so much for another conversation, but <laughs> Leslie and I actually both live in the same state, just on literal opposite ends of the Valley, which is probably like a solid hour and a half, if not more between us. So in Arizona, they call it the Valley. You probably are familiar with Phoenix, Arizona, but like, it's just this huge metropolitan city where every city is now grown together in this like massive grid. So her local is relative to her side of the Valley versus my side. But yeah, it's getting so much better over here. I am no, I am getting my sleep and the world is coming back together. But I was so excited when I read that. Um, okay, but what else are you juggling? You what are you what do you do for work? Well, I well, I've been an on-camera talent for the last two decades plus as an actor, host, model, moderator. <laughs> I actually moderated the political debates in Arizona in 2018. Yes, but that's so fun. Uh, but yeah. And uh, so I've been an on-camera talent. And there are some clients who will ask me to uh, to do things for them. Like I just attended a conference recently where I was asked to interview the keynote speakers on camera Um for the organization. And so that was really cool. I got to, to speak to some world-renowned uh, plant-based lifestyle medical doctors, and mm -hmm. that was super exciting and dietitians, cool. things of that nature. Uh, but I launched a podcast this year that I'm very excited about uh, called The Vibrant Survivor. And uh, I, having been on camera and also too done voice work and things of that nature, uh, never really thought that I would launch a podcast because <laughs> I've always been in front of the camera in some capacity. But here we are, January 3rd, I launched and it's been such an amazing experience and I've been able to reach so many people. Um, I'm so excited about uh, the future and continuing to build on the, on all of the great things that have happened this year. And I am going to be working on a project uh, with a local organization mm -hmm. that helps survivors to heal. And so I'm super excited about that. Yes. And then I manage our household, yes. <laughs> which is a project in and of it. That's a big task and a big job in and of itself, being the CEO of the household. Which is why... You're here, right? Which is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. I am actually super curious about the work that you do because I didn't know that. And when I was reading through, so just so you guys know, whenever now we've started this new project within our student community for our VIP students, which have an incredible community. 
And what happens now is we want to really be able to focus on the great work that so many women are doing. And so we're starting to showcase some of the systems and we decided to showcase the system instead of the student, but the student comes with the system. And here's why, because we want every single person to know that these systems really can be the star of your home. And it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what the dynamic is in each individual person actually in your home, like, or within the the woman that is putting the system in place. I want everyone to know that the system can shine and we can take the pressure off of ourselves to be the hero. Like, let's just make the system work and take all of the drama, all of the emotion out of it. And before we even thought of this, Leslie's just doing her thing in the community. And I'm like, who is the lady? She's on fire. And we notice, we notice students that are, and we notice the energy that the students bring into our community, whether good or bad, right? We always right. recognize that. And we try really hard to make sure that the community is a place of encouragement. And every once in a while, there's somebody that just comes in and just blazes this trail. And that's totally you, Leslie. But there were a few systems that I think really shined so much for you mm-hmm. and you couldn't help but share. And that's what I want to talk about today. But sure. before we do that, before we do that, <laughs> Um, I want to, I want to know how did you come to this place of realizing that you wanted more systems to help you with this part of your life that you were in charge of managing, which is your house? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Uh, I've always considered myself to be a very organized person and I've loved organizing ever since I was a child and really priding myself on having this organized space. And I did that with other areas of my room as well, but that was kind of my thing, like just being very organized, not always been the most disciplined person, but (laughs) definitely grown and evolved in that area too. But I've always loved organizing and, and I think I've always craved structure and I grew up in a, uh, a rather dysfunctional household and, uh, the organizing, I think also too, was a trauma response, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it, you know, it's very important um, when you are dealing with trauma, dysfunction, structure, safety. Um, And so that was something that I've always had with me throughout the course of my life at different stages and phases. And I think currently, uh, with looking at you know, my kids growing up and then going on to college and having a busy husband who is the CEO of his own company uh, Mm -hmm. and has employees that he manages and things that he has to deal with, travel, et cetera. And then having a young dog, (laughs) (laughs) Django's too now, just realizing that, you know, in order for us to be able to do all of the things and, and me even looking at, okay, what's my life look like after the kids, you know, grow up and, and graduate and move on. I don't want to wait till they're, till pomp and circumstances played to figure that out. <laughs> and so I, I need to, I need to get things in order now, but also too to set an example and to teach and train the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerald and I have worked very hard to try to, you know, talk about, things like emotional intelligence and crucial conversations and and teaching the kids practical life skills. And I include being organized. They're going to have to learn. And I keep telling my daughter, you're going to be somebody's roommate or you're going to live on your own and you're going to have to be able to manage your own household or manage, you know, and take care of your space within the household. So you want to start developing those skills now, but I'm realizing I have to model that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So- 
here you sit with all these things on your plate. Mm-hmm. And how did you come across Systemize Your Life? Was it the podcast? Was it from somebody else in your community? What happened? Well, I found out about your systems in one of the modules in Steph Gass's mm-hmm. uh, podcast, A Profit mm-hmm. uh, Mastermind. And that was like, just great. I mean, it was right on time. Yeah. And I don't even think that when I I went through a couple of rounds of Podcast to Profit, I think the first round, I, I was so busy trying to put everything together with the podcast and also yeah. um, optimize everything and that I wasn't quite ready to fold in the systems. <laughs> if mm-hmm. you think about a recipe for success, for sure. but at the same time, having it in the back of my mind that, okay, I need to, I need to deal with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because it's the systems and having the systems in place, uh, say for example, in your life that sets the stage for you to be yeah. able to conduct your business. Absolutely. And yeah. so this summer during my second round of podcast to profit, uh, in fact, we were on vacation <laughs> in Puerto Rico, and I had a lot of time to reflect and um, and also duck into a couple of uh, of Zoom calls. But that's when I was like, okay, I'm doing this. Like when I get home, we're we're doing all the things, yeah. <laughs> and we're we're getting the systems in place. And I went ahead and pulled the trigger. So I was super excited to be able to finally take the plunge and get that piece of the puzzle in place. Yeah. Which is absolutely accurate. And it's why Stephanie and I have strategically positioned all of her students. And I position my students in a way because there's just this incredible synergy between what she does and what I do. But for anybody that's trying to carve out time for themselves in any way, shape or form, whether that's to pour into something that generates money or not, are the two categories that I put that in to take care of yourself, to pour your passions into the world, to be a better mom, to be a better wife, to be a better keeper of the house, or to do all those things better, plus be able to be consistent enough to generate money from home or whatever business you're doing, if it's inside of the house or outside of the house for yourself or for someone else, those systems are vital. And that is exactly what you did. You absolutely said, I'm going to do this thing. And you came in on fire and there are two really specific systems that I'm going to let you talk about Okay, that you just, I don't know what happened over there, but it was like somebody waved magic wand. Tell us what systems have been so meaningful to you. What has it been like? Just share, share what it's been like, how it's helped you. But then specifically, let's talk about the two systems that we saw you posting pictures of and raving about, because I'm super excited to hear all the details. Well, the one of the uh, most significant systems that I was able to implement during my time uh, in the program thus far is the meal planning. Mm-hmm. And that has been a big game changer in our household uh, because prior to that, over the years, uh, <laughs> as I have, you know, tried to be creative and worked hard and tried to accommodate everyone and through different stages and phases of life, there's been just that ever-present nagging, if I'm really honest, what's my dinner, mom? And <laughs> for sure. And, <laughs> and I, I I'm sure I'm sure you can relate to that what's for dinner mom question. And mm-hmm. we you kind of want to push the mute, mute button on that one. <laughs> but uh 
for a long time. And then, well, and then also at, at sometimes the, the, not so great feedback. <laughs> like, yeah. is this, is this it? Is there anything else? <laughs> Especially <laughs> when the kids were, when the kids were younger. Yeah. And I thought, Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, we just, I just, I just said it last night. I was like, no, you didn't. I'm like, you can be hungry or you can eat what you are fed. There's nothing else. She's like, well, you should go to the grocery store. I'm like, Oh really? You know what? Some kids don't have a parent that can go to the grocery store. Like we're not, not today, friend, not today. (laughs) Exactly. Not today. And it's interesting because, you know, depending on what has happened to you, sometimes those, those things, we laugh about it, but sometimes that those very questions like what's for dinner, mom, or the, the, the criticism, um, can be triggering, mm-hmm. you know, especially for someone who's been through trauma or been in a dysfunctional home mm-hmm. where the dynamics were really wonky. And, you know, there was that kind of stuff or even triangulation uh, uh, with parents pitting them against, you know, mm-hmm. um, another parent. Um, I had that happen to me, you know, cause I, at one point I had to do all of the cooking while my mom was in school for her master's at night. Yeah. And uh, I remember being triangulated. Uh, my dad triangulated us, and uh, and I thought I was I felt so guilty because my mom worked so hard to put food mm-hmm. on the table and to get her degree, but um, I have an opportunity to you know to do things differently with systems in place yeah. that give everyone voice and choice, and that mm-hmm. you know free me up to not have to be all last minute Louie with the, with the meals and winging it and be able to also get everyone involved and, and share in the responsibility and the joy of cooking for that matter, and be able to pre-select their favorites for the meal plan so that there's less of the is that it? Or not that Mm -hmm. we hear that now any as much as we did when the kids were younger, but there's, there's less likelihood of there Mm -hmm. being that kind of blowback because, oh no, this was, you requested that we have, you know, breakfast for dinner on XE day or what have you. (laughs) So it's really been amazing to implement this. And I feel like everything flows and I'm able to bring the kids into the fold and give them the responsibility of prepping a meal one day, or my husband will take care of it. Like he did when I was college visiting recently with my daughter. (laughs) Yeah. Which is what really turned us on to this whole thing. I just took so many notes. Everything that you just said was like, oh my gosh, but here's what happened. So what happened? Tell us about that. So you put this system in place and you Mm -hmm. follow it to a T. I do that. Made sure that it worked for your family. So talk to us about what the meal planning system that you put in place really looked like. Mm-hmm. And then what happened after you put it in place and mm-hmm. you went on a trip and then you came home. Yes, I did. So <laughs> for for the, uh, <laughs> so with the family, so what I did was the way I implemented the meal planning system was uh, I designated a day to um, to go grocery shopping. So for me, that's Saturday. And I played around with different days over the years and even recently, but since doing the plan, I've, I've settled on Saturday and what I'll do is I will either text or I will communicate to the family Mm -hmm. verbally, uh, to get their, uh, meal plan or their favorite meal recommendations in what they'd like to have for dinner this upcoming week. And then I will go and I'll put, put my list together or fine tune the list or have them text me anything additional 
And then um, I will go do the shopping on Saturdays. And then that way we've got everything. We're good. And then Sundays uh, after Gerald and I do our planning together, um, I will <clears throat> I will go ahead and we'll do batch cooking. And he actually enjoys this now, but we'll do batch cooking uh, Sunday afternoons. And it's a relaxing time. Uh, he likes <laughs> he likes to kind of do it his way, but I'll try to, you know, whip some things up and try to get that ready. And then also um, our meal planning calendar, we we now have a command center. I started off with kind of yeah. just a strict a menu, like a, um, a weekly menu board, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, like a Monday through Sunday type thing. Mm -hmm. But I've since then uh, upgraded mm -hmm. <laughs> um, to incorporate even more of yeah. our household and communication as mm -hmm. well as the meals yeah. and and chores onto a command center that I had customized on Etsy. Yeah. And the meals are listed um, at the bottom of the family calendar. Uh, so which talk, which I have color coded for each family member, like where everybody is appointments, things of that nature, traveling. And uh, at the bottom are the meals. And so I'll fill the meals in and then usually it'll there'll be like at least four major meals planned and those always include um a, a rainbow salad and a homemade dressing and then i will um and then i'll also leave room for leftovers so we ev not everyone likes leftovers we do and i also try to prep things and try to buy enough to where we can have leftovers for lunch or even the next day's dinner. So I'll just put like the meal and then maybe the next day we'll have leftovers. So I'll just put an L slash O for leftovers. Yeah. And then sometimes we'll just, we'll batch cook and we'll eat different things the first few days. And then the rest of the week will be leftovers. And then we usually designate Saturday as a night to eat out because that's when Gerald and I will go on a date anyway. So it's just naturally a great time for the kids to order in or for yeah. us to, you know, do something like that, or they might go out with their friends and eat while they're out with their friends. Yeah. And uh, Sunday is usually something very easy to prepare and easy to consume because we're all trying to get ready for the upcoming work week. and school week. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's what, um, that's what I've implemented there. And um, recently my daughter and I were going college visiting and she's been looking at schools and athletic programs and during, I'd say it was probably during the still summer after I implemented the systems, I explained the system to everybody. That's important. You have mm -hmm. to explain to them <laughs> what's going on, yeah. show everybody how it works and what's going on, show them the food, show them how it comes together. And so I, I explained every to everybody at dinner one day, like, Hey, this is, this is how we're going to do this. And, yeah. um, and what the expectation was or how they could contribute and help. And so one summer, early in August, I think it was, uh, my daughter and I went to Oregon to um, to go to a soccer ID camp and also to tour a school that she was interested in and meet with a coach. And we were gone for a couple days, and but it happened to be like like the weekend, so we were gone like Saturday and Sunday. And so I'm that meant that I was not around to do the grocery shopping and the meal prep and all of that. So um, when we got home, uh, you know, Gerald had taken the system 
And he had gone out and gone shopping. He figured out meal plans, talked to my son, and they came up with a meal plan. And Gerald went, did the shopping. And uh, then he he filled in the menu board. And Gerald's so funny. He Part of his thing is he likes to put on, uh, he likes to watch Heartland. I call it his horsey show. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he likes to watch Heartland. That's one of his like guilty pleasures. And so he like put Heartland on and he cooked, he batch cooked all of this food that he had uh, planned uh, for the menu. And then he wrote the, filled out the menu board and he stocked the fridge with pasta, chili. He had made a uh, batch cook some, I think, Brussels sprouts and he had made salad and mm-hmm. <laughs> all the things. And so, <laughs> and he, um, so when I came home, everything was done and he had, he had sent me a screenshot of the, um, he had taken a picture of the menu and he's like, yeah, dinner's ready and all of that. So when Ari and I came back home from the trip to Oregon, it was all done. All we had to do was fall in. <laughs> I love that so much. Like, I don't know if I want to cry or be really excited. You probably didn't know either. Cause it's like, hallelujah. Like what an amazing feeling. And I feel like that is a testament to what every woman that's trying to run her household hopes and wishes for, even with their kids, kids or husband, both, right? Like when mom's not there, like, is this routine enough? Is this understood enough? Is there buy-in? Is there respect? Is there understanding enough here to know, like, this is how we're operating. I have so many notes over here, but I want to say that that communication piece is so big, which is why in the very fourth week of systemize your life, I literally go through cues, which you probably already had in the bag, but for some people, it's really hard to know how to sit down a family that's never, especially if you've never been able to like have a command of like, you know, I'm competent in this thing and I know how to do it. And I know how to recruit and I know how to, you know, like lead. It can be really, really, really intimidating to go to your family and be like all the things that you said, which is like, I'm just sitting over here envisioning your family being such an incredible space and place and just you know, it's nice to see that there are other whole and healthy and loving families with women that are running their ship and they care a lot enough to put systems in place. And it makes me so happy. Um, I will say that I'm working very, very hard to find the right person on Etsy. So all of you that are in this realm, I am looking so hard for somebody that can create the perfect like communication board already pre-done for our students, because I've gone to Etsy many times and said, Hey, and just so you guys know, this entire episode is going to go up on the blog. So Leslie, I'd love for you to take a picture of what you guys have so we can put it on the blog and we can all see this incredible command center or communication board that you have now, because it's a huge part of what I teach. And I'm so excited that you keep up leveling it and it'll shift and it'll, you'll tweak it and it'll change. Right. But that's so vital because it gave your husband a space and it, it kind of puts these guardrails on, this is how we're going to do it. Right. Um, right. planning together off me. Yeah, for sure. It, the, it takes the, it out of your head. Yeah. The what's for dinner mom. And, but then also the who's on first, like even the practical aspect that the, the mm-hmm. meal planning, the meal plan is housed within the context of this 
bigger. Well, it's not huge because it's on our refrigerator. So I was restricted in the size that I could get, but it's within the context of this larger family command center where Mm -hmm. everybody can see who's on first. And also too, I think it's important for us to be able to anticipate needs. Oh, you know what? Aria is going to be team traveling this weekend to California. Absolutely. So that's one less person who's going to be eating this week. Mm-hmm. So let's tweak that and adjust that. And I think too, it's important. And I know Gerald would uh, wanted me to share um, with you that guys love systems. They just do. <laughs> guys love systems. It's black and, and white. <laughs> When, when he, when he, when I laid everything out for him, he, oh yes, I'm, I'm so with that guys love systems and they love to like, they love to implement systems and, and problem solve and troubleshoot. So that's, that's definitely uh, worth mentioning. And I was also very blessed and fortunate enough. I, I mentioned that I grew up in a dysfunctional household and it's very important to me to create safety yeah. and to create um, security and to have good communication, crucial conversations and help my kids to learn emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is such a key part of this is being able to kind of break that generational cycle and create an an environment that is opposite of what I grew up with. And so I'm blessed that I married a man who is the polar opposite, you know, say of, you know, of, of what I grew up with and who is really willing to partner with me in in this and who really fights for communication and clarity Mm -hmm. uh, as well as love, safety, um, and, and emotional health in our household. Yeah. And what a beautiful thing too. I love how you've been able to take systems and like weave them into this tapestry that is your life. Because I think what's so inspiring for me is to be able to hear that these systems have allowed you to it gave you more potential for improving the dynamic in your home. It gave you and your whole family this opportunity because it removes so much of the question of the emotion. It makes it black and white. It makes communicating super easy. It's like, here's an actual formula. All we have to do now is figure out who is a, who's B and it equals C, right? And so it becomes mm-hmm. very clear. And yeah, there sometimes has to be a conversation around, you know, whether or not this is the right system for the family. But mm-hmm. most of the time, from what I've experienced, I know with my husband, he definitely has feedback and input, but he doesn't really care. He's like, let's just do the thing. You know, let's just get to the meat of this. Let's get it done and mm-hmm. let's move on. So that's great to know. Um, I have a couple things that I wrote down. First of all, Mm -hmm. I heard you say voice and choice, last minute, Louie, good communication and crucial conversations. There's so much gold coming out of your mouth. I'm like, what is actually happening? Voice (laughs) and choice, this system alone. And this is just one system of all the things, the time management, the way that you've been able to systemize your business, so many other systems. And something is, and I think why, and I'm curious what your opinion is on this, Mm -hmm. but I think the reason why of all the systems that you've learned from time management and all the things that we tackle inside of systemize your life, plus systemize your biz. I know you're going through that now. Yes. Um, 
This one stands out so much because it's foundational and it is that thing that I, I mean, it's the number one thing that gets downloaded on the podcast. Anytime the word meal planning is in there or food, bloop, we have tons of down or cleaning toilets. We, if we touch on toilets, laundry, toilets and laundry and meal planning, it's like, everybody wants to know about it because it's so foundational and it always falls back on mom. Not always. We're not a definitive language kind of <laughs> company over here, but most of the time, most of the time, you know, it does fall back on, on mom. And I'm curious why you think that this has been this one system of them all. Why do you think? And then, and then after that, give me just like a couple other things that have really kind of, um, had a shining moment for you or stolen your heart or have really helped you outside of this communication board and menu and meal planning. Hmm. Um, well, I think for us, um, again, you know, I, I grew up eating processed foods and, uh, grew up in the Midwest and, uh, I think I was formula fed as a baby. (laughs) Um, and again, like I'm, I've been very passionate, um, about holistic health and natural, healthy living. And even to the point where I became master certified as a health coach and, I think, and, and also being certified as a trauma support specialist, uh, food is so important. And, you know, when I, you, when you look at all of the health issues that plague our society and, you know, the, um, you know, heart, you know, heart health and, and cardio, um, cardiac issues and stroke and diabetes and things like that, cancers, um, there and also too from a trauma perspective looking at brain health you know food is so important it's the food um yeah. it's it's <laughs> such a crucial part and I, I like i said i i have fought hard to you know i've changed my diet and lifestyle decades ago um and seen incredible results in terms of you know my energy level my skin hair nails um, also too, you know, I've, I've side sidestepped, you know, some serious health issues that say yeah. some of my ancestors were plagued with. Um, and I don't struggle with some of the same things that my mom has, but my lifestyle is very different. And, um, so that's so important. And of course I'm married to someone who lost both of his parents to cancer, mm-hmm. uh, young and, you know, we actually, I cared for his, his mother, you know, and watched her uh, expire. And I had never had that happen before. So for me, it's important to be able to, again, teach my children how to fuel their bodies, not just fill their bodies. And there's so many ways to do that in a way that also promotes health and well-being and especially, uh, and, and which I'm very passionate about brain health and, you know, and Mm -hmm. that can help you know, with, with those kinds of things and in terms of, you know, trauma healing and wellness and all of that. So, um, so food is a really big thing. And I think too, that, um, there's a lot of, there's an emotional aspect to it too, you know, uh, the memories associations, and also too, there's a lot of conversations that take place and opportunities for us to teach, train and engage and learn about our children and interact with them, uh, around the dinner table mm-hmm. and, and, and also establish that sense of security and safety yeah. w- uh, by showing up consistently. And mm-hmm. we really fight hard. We're not perfect, but we fight hard to have like 
uh, as many family dinners yeah. as everyone's schedule will allow during the week so that we can do that. Because yeah. again, we're, we're at the point where, you know, folks are getting ready to leave the nest <laughs> and we want to maximize our opportunities because it's, it's a big deal. And yeah. we also want to set the tone for them to be able to go forth um, and, and do things in, in a healthier way than maybe what some of the things that we experienced uh, when we were growing up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. Okay. Quickly before we leave, Mm -hmm. give me something else that's just totally captivated you as a student learning systems and then tell everybody where they can find you. That's a good question. Um, Systems has been such a blessing and it's validated some of the things that maybe I was doing already, but given me a more solid framework to Mm -hmm. operate within, but also at the same time, you make it your own. Yeah. You know, you don't just, you know, take it (laughs) as is Mm -hmm. you make it your own. It's kind of like, it's kind of like an outfit, you know, you mean you, you take, (laughs) you know, you, you buy the, buy the thing, but you work it into your wardrobe in a way that is meaningful and that, that is personal to you. And that makes a statement about you and, and allows you to express yourself the way that, that suits you. Uh, one of the other things that's been very uh, helpful is the time blocking mm-hmm. and uh, implementing that. Uh, I, Gerald and I already do weekly planning and we've really been sticklers about that and also uh, sought to make it more fun. Like sometimes mm-hmm. that's our date. depending on the week it's our date and Mm -hmm. we have a specific local cafe uh Mm -hmm. women-owned uh that we like to go to and we you know get our drinks sit down open up our planners and uh and do our schedules but as we're doing that i will go ahead and and fill in my time blocks i got my my highlighters with me and I'm, (laughs) i'm putting my time blocks in in there as well as kind of communicating with him and and getting on the same page about what's coming up that week and also Mm -hmm. what's and and also taking a bigger look at what's happening that month because we do have a lot of moving parts in the house with active athletes and you know school and work and businesses so um that's been really really helpful for me in terms of like having that um i think having those blocks really Im- has impressed it on my on my heart and and on my mind yeah. you know to show up yeah you know show up for myself and and others and 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 to do it confidently knowing that that yeah. time has been carved out uh for that particular thing, whether it's work or if it's even working out, um, Mm -hmm. or date night, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, um, or just even, a a meaningful morning routine Mm -hmm. and, or just even that wind down time in the evening to serve up dinner and take the dog for a walk. And I look, (laughs) I look forward to that. And so does Django. Yeah, for sure. And I love that you just said that because it's exactly what we're talking about. 
that is the perfect articulation of why I created this and what I teach it to be. It's for your heart and for your mind. It's to set your intentions. It's to craft something other than a darn schedule for yourself. And we have so many students that come in that cannot let go of, why are you telling me I can't put timestamps in here? And I'm like, because the purpose of your life is not a to-do list with timestamps next to it. There's so much more purpose. And so now you get to show up with this purpose that of course it's on a schedule, right? We have to be, we can't just be sheets in the wind. Like we have to be places on time and I get that, but what's lacking from life without my time block method, I believe if I may toot my own horn for a minute, is this purpose Beep behind. <laughs> doot, doot. I love this so much, Lizzie. I feel like I can chat with you forever and what a blessing. I really can't say this enough. You've been such a blessing to the community and I hope obviously not only to the student community, but to everyone else now, where can people come and connect with you to learn more from you? You can connect with me on the Vibrant Survivor podcast, which is on Apple Podcasts, the Vibrant Survivor podcast, and also lesliekane.com. So that's L-E-S-L-E-Y-C-A-I-N.com. And I am also on IG at I am Leslie Kane and also at The Vibrant Survivor. That is where you can find me. Yeah, and it'll, it's all linked down in the show notes for sure. And I really do sincerely hope that you take the time to go check out Leslie, that you go and check out all of the menu board meal planning episodes, and that you highly consider becoming a student inside of Systemize Your Life and Systemize Your Biz as a VIP student or even as a DIY student. So you too can get your hands on these incredible systems and have your own systems to showcase just like Leslie. Until then, I'll catch you back here real soon. Before we wrap up today's episode, I want to extend a sincere invitation to you, an incredible wife, mom, and woman who has serious dreams of making change, to really take what you learned today and implement even just a small part of it in your life. When you make changes, it inspires everyone around you. If today's episode resonated with you, I'm certain it will resonate with others too. So head over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. Your review will help more women discover our podcast and join our supportive community. But your impact doesn't stop there. You hold the power to motivate and equip the women closest to you in your life with a simple, hey girl, let's do this together. Text this episode to your best friend or maybe even your mama. Whoever it is in your life that's knee deep in the same kind of chaos you're in, they need to know about this system too. And if you're feeling fancy, you can even take a screenshot of this episode tag me and post it to your stories because together we can create a trail of wisdom for all the incredible women around us, reshaping how we not only care for ourselves, but each other. I can't wait to connect with you on Instagram until we meet back here again real soon for the next episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.